In the early years of Rose Cup, I had received some press. It was so exciting to be in the newspaper. To be in the newspaper was a big thing, but to be in a national magazine, that was just it. That was the best. And I had not only appeared in the newspaper, but I had also appeared in one of the prominent weekly financial magazines. I was so excited. And they were saying really, really nice things about Racecorp and about me and about this whole concept called business incubation, which was pretty new in the country at the time. With two copies of the magazine and two copies of the newspaper under my arm, I made my way to my mentor to go and show off my new media exposure. I was so proud to be in the newspaper, to be in a magazine. He looked at uh, the magazine, he looked at the newspaper, he nodded, and then said, you should never believe what is written about you. I was quite shocked. He continued to say, for now they are writing wonderful things, but one day someone will write not so nice things about you. And if you believe the good things, you'll be encouraged to believe the bad things too. Do not let the good press go to your head And more importantly, do not let bad press get into your head. This advice has been a guiding axiom for me over the years. But let me explain to you why this relates to lesson 18, which is complacency and the rule of doubling efforts. I'm Gareth Armstrong, and this is a Razor's Edge podcast. And yes, there are 17 other episodes in this series, This is number 18, and we have two more to go. This series is all about learning from the successes and failures that Alon Reyes, CEO of Racecorp, has experienced over the last 20 years. I hope your notebook is filling up, and in this conversation, there are again a whole host of gems that I'm certain you're going to be writing down. So if you need to sharpen that pencil, do so quickly, because we're about to rejoin Alon for that explanation. So that was back then when newspapers and magazines were a big thing. But today, this could be about exposure on one of the social media platforms, on a podcast, on TV, etc. for you. So in essence, this is about internal locus of control. On nearly every streaming service today, like Netflix, Showmax, Apple TV, etc., there is some series about a very successful entrepreneur, be it about the We Crashed, which was about Adam Newman and WeWork, whether it was about the Spotify story and many others. The thing that's common in all these stories, if you look at it critically, is at some point these entrepreneurs get all this positive feedback from the media and from their their staff and get godlike complexes, untouchable. They are the new Caesars about to take over the world. And yet in every single story, they come crashing down. So yes, that's got to do with arrogance, but there's something else that's happening as well, which is complacency. When you are hungry, when you are fighting to win, you are looking at every single angle all the time. But when you are in a position where you feel you are winning or have won, then something switches off in you. The rot of complacency sets in. And complacency is not necessarily about working hard or being lazy. 
It's about fighting for those nuances. It's about fighting for those inches. It's about fighting for the angles. It's about fighting for everything all the time, like you did at the beginning of your journey. A few years back, I went to a talk by Brian Chesky, the founder of Airbnb. He was in his early 20s, probably 21, 22. And he was asked a question by the person interviewing him, which was, what keeps you up at night, Brian? And he turned around and he said, some 18-year-old in their room taking me out. The guy was 21, 22. He was worried about an 18-year-old who was out there, still hungry, still looking for those angles, still looking for the way in, a way to take him out, a way to take him down. They say success is the seed of failure, and failure is the seed of success. So how do you become successful and not allow the seed of failure to flourish? I love how Alon clarifies that complacency isn't always about laziness, which we might often associate it with, but rather about a different lens through which we see the world and a different energy that we approach the day's battles with. And to test ourselves, here's the question. How hungry are we really? At the time, Brian had every reason to be complacent. He was super successful. He was the number one player in the industry. He was first to market with something that good. And he was literally taking over the world one new BNB at a time, or rather 100 BNBs at a time. I go back to my conversation with my mentor who said to me, do not believe the press you receive. What he was trying to say to me was that I should, first of all, not find my motivation externally. I should not feel that an external person will have the ability to label whether I'm successful or not. You and I both know, especially those entrepreneurs out there who get a lot of press, that what we portray in the press and what is really going on back at the ranch are two different things. That glossy picture of you smiling, of you at your desk, you looking down from the rails on top of the long stairway in your office symbolizes to the reader that you've got it under control, that it's all working, that you've found the way. But very often, and I see this all too often, these businesses are in financial trouble or in a shambles. The marketing side is glossy. The inside of the business is not. There are two really important points here. The first is what Alon's mentor shared. Our motivation and drive need to come from within because the risk of changing opinions and views from an external source can cause havoc with our confidence. And the second, there's a tightrope we walk when we begin to entertain and possibly feed our egos because of a skewed desire to play into a partly fictional role that has been created in the media, we run the risk of making decisions, whether in our businesses or simply with our time, that take us in the wrong direction. At best, we lose a little focus. At worst, we send our business off down the wrong path and ultimately to its demise. So if those are some of the risks, how do we avoid this? Here are Alon's two rules. 
I was taught a very, very important lesson, and that is the rule of doubling down, the rule of doubling efforts. So it makes complete sense that when you lose an account, and we've all lost an account, or lost a big deal, or lost a tender, or lost an opportunity, we've all been there. It makes complete sense that when you go through one of these losses, that you might respond by doubling your efforts. I'm going to show them. I'm going to go after their competitors as a client. There might be some drive, some anger in you, and that's fantastic. But the real secret is to do the same thing when you win an account, when you win a tender, when you win a proposal, when you win an opportunity. Because when you win, that is when you are most susceptible to that seed of failure entering your organization. So create the habit early on your entrepreneurial journey to double your efforts every time you win and every time you lose. But there's another rule that accompanies the double down or double up rule, and that's the 24-hour rule. And the rule goes like this. If you win a deal, you only have 24 hours to celebrate. If you lose a deal, you only have 24 hours to commiserate. It's important that you allow yourself to celebrate, and it's important that you allow yourself to commiserate. But the timing is important, and the fact that you get into the habit of not having long, languishing, dwelling time on all your losses, or long celebratory weekends or weeks celebrating these big successes that you've had, that should never enter the culture of your business or become a habit that you cannot break. 24 hours, that's it. In my podcast on the false start, you will find all the clues that the seed of complacency has entered your organization. Go listen to that podcast to see if you have, unfortunately, the seed of complacency growing in your organization. So, lesson 18. We have 24 hours to celebrate or 24 hours to be miserable if needed. We double down when we lose. We double down when we win. Head over to RaceCorp.com where you'll find similar resources to this one and also the opportunity to sign up for notifications to stay updated on new releases. In addition to this, follow RaceCorp on your favorite social media platforms where you'll find additional updates about this podcast series and others we are producing. My name is Gareth Armstrong and I'll see you in the next lesson.